Uh, yeah, 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 uh, Miami, uh, uh, South Beach, bringing the heat, uh, <laughs> can y'all feel that, can y'all feel that, jig it out, uh, here I am in the place where I come let go, in Miami, the bass and the sunset low, every day like a Mardi Gras, everybody party all day, no work, all play, okay, so we sip a little something, lay the rest of spell, me and Charlie, hey everyone, how you doing? Um, right now, I'm, I'm in Miami, Florida, because tomorrow I go out on the Impractical Joker's Cruise out of Miami. It's uh, on the Norwegian Pearl, and my daughters are stoked, stoked. I'm going to have a real, I'm going to keep a real close eye on them. I've got my youngest, Dorian, and i got my oldest, Gabrielle, on here. Uh, my middle one didn't want to go. She's not a cruise, uh, cruise person. And I got to do schoolwork, whatever, whatever she had to do. And I shouldn't say it like that. I should be proud that she did that. But either way, she really didn't want to do it. It's a really... I'm psyched. I've never been away with just... Well, I can't really say that. I've been away with my middle one and my youngest one, but never the oldest and the youngest. But I tell you what, they are, they are beyond stoked. You know, part of me is like, I know they want to hang out and party and they're already asking, how old are you going to be on the boat to drink? I'm like, not 15, I'll tell you that right now. But I, it's, it's, I'm hoping, what I'm hoping to really get out of it, besides what I'm doing. Besides what I'm doing, that doesn't even count. Just the fact that we're on the Impractical Joker's Cruise is beyond exciting. I'm super stoked. I can't wait. I think I play uh, the first night, and I play um, the Wednesday night. So I got two shows in the, in the Stardust Theater, if you're listening to this and you're on the boat. I think you would have figured that out by now. Um, so besides all that, that's already exciting. But I never really had a trip where it's just me and my girls. And I kind of want to do that as I get older once in a while. I I want alone trips with my wife, Dee. And I want alone trips with my girls. And even individual ones. Because you do realize, dude, let me tell you something. You know how people say, it goes quick, it goes quick. You have no clue. Because you're busy, 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 and you're doing your life, and you're d- driving them here and driving them there. And you're, just, you're just being a parent, just plowing through it all, and then next thing you know, they're 10, 11, 12, and they're changing. There's a lot of changes going on, physically changing, emotionally changing, and then now they go into teenage, and, and then they don't want to hang out with you. And before you know it, it's like they're off the cut. That's it. They're gone. Boom. There's a, there's a small window to enjoy alone time. Never had that. Just daddy and the girls. Now, a couple of years ago, you know what? I'm really contradicting myself. I'm flip-flopping. A couple of years ago, me and a couple guys from our town, we would do daddy and kids upstate New York at this place called Lake George. And we would rent out. You have to camp on there. You bring your tents and all that jazz. Um, which was, the camping was hilarious because we had a 
We had a toilet in mine. I brought a little portable toilet. And of course, all the kids, all the girls want to sleep in my tent. And that's all I'd hear in the middle of the night from 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. was just, uh, you know, girls pissing in the middle of the night. Because no one wanted to piss in the woods. You don't want to walk through. So, yeah, we would go there every single July. It was um, just daddies and, and their kids. And I could tell you this. Probably the worst uh, eating scenarios and habits for kids I can imagine. It, it, kids are just crushing chips all day and soda. Just crushing it. Guys are just... Some guys start drinking beer as soon as they get up. Ugh, I can't do that. All I can see are the spider veins of alcoholics wearing shorts. But we'd rent boats. Um, we go all over Lake George. We'd go cliff diving, jumping. It was a really good time. And it was just the, the fathers and the kids. And I got to do that for about three, four years. But even then, I'm still with a group. So I'm really looking forward to being with my oldest and my youngest on this cruise. I'm going to go with no expectations. Just whatever happens. I said, at least, and well, I know this. Every night we have dinner plans. So at least I'll see them for dinner. And the plan is to at least catch up at dinner time. If I don't see them during the day, but I'm kind of hoping we get to spend some some time, whether it's coffee or something, and just hang out. And even if it's not, like even right now, I'm sitting here and we're in the hotel and, uh, you know, we ate and I went to the gym and did whatever. And uh, they're on their phones. You know, and I start getting really aggravated. And I don't want to say anything because then I sound like a whiny, crankety, old man, old dad. And I I don't want to do that. But it's hard. And I found myself having really struggling not to just snap and say certain things. And so I'm sitting there and I'm... I'm getting something out of my bag. I'm trying to figure out this freaking podcast thing. I got microphones and but I don't I have a sim card I don't know what the hell I'm doing I'm not gonna lie to you I will tell you this next week's podcast is gonna sound sick sick cause I now have a mobile podcast that sounds like a studio however I haven't tried it yet very professional me as I'm about to go on a cruise with a bunch of other comedians that I'm excited to do too but you know I'm sitting there at the bed and at the at the at the desk, and those two are on uh, on each side, just staring at phones. So I forgot the remark I made, but I would just look up and I just kind of shake my head, and then go in the bathroom, and I come back, and like, "Whoa, what are you shaking your head about?" And I just look at him. Oh, I go like this. I go, "Dory," because my youngest one always talks about this. This is called visions. The group is called visions, and. um she joined the Visions group and she went out to Montana years ago. And she always says that was like her best time in her life. And she always says, you know why, Dad? 
I didn't have a phone. And not only did I not have it, I didn't want it. I said, really? What do you, what do you think that was? She goes, I, it was, I don't know. I didn't need it. It was just, I, I had a feeling out there. It was like, uh, it was, it was just the nature and being outside. I go, yeah, it's pretty powerful, ain't it? We underestimate that. We don't talk about it. If anything, we burn it down. We cut it up. We chop it to pieces. You want to, you want to get out there as much as you can. It's a, a very natural feeling. And so, you know, I'm getting aggravated. I'm standing at these two and I go, Dory, what, besides, what, what would you say is your favorite trip? Totally setting up the trap. She was Montana when I did visions. And I go, why? Now that's my subtle hint to go, get off the goddammit phone. Get off. I don't want to watch your friend on TikTok. I don't want to watch the funniest person today. It's on, it's on the TikTok. The kids are all up in the TikTok. Oh, my God. God, not all day. That is the thing. So she goes, um, you know, it was like, I had a feeling out there. It was like, like quiet. And then Gabby chimed in. She goes, that place is like spiritual. Oh, really? And what, what else? What do, what, do you, what do you think made you feel that way? And neither one of them would answer the answer that I wanted, which was, we didn't have phones, Dad. That's what I wanted them to say. And I said, yeah, isn't that amazing? Here you are, two together, we're in Miami, you're both sitting, staring at phones. Come on, man. Damn. This really is the Matrix. It's, it's intense. I, I'm starting to understand the Matrix more and more and more as time moves on and you see kids just we had a party this weekend it was such a great time such a great time bunch of little kids uh, it was all different ages all family all friends but, uh, and then you had that I don't know I just I don't I don't know the phone the ipad i mean it is what it is that's the direction we're going that's what we're gonna do but bums me out when i just see kids staring at that bums me out when i when i see a table of five next to me and mom even mom and dad they're on they're checking their phones and they're on nobody's talking they're just sitting there staring at machines letting a machine consume your energy bombs me out. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system that they will fight to protect it. But whatever. I will say this. So I, after I make that comment, they start, Gabrielle starts getting a little silly. And then well, within an hour, we were goofing and hanging out and then they were laughing together and they were showing each other videos and they were cracking up. And then I kind of, I said, you know, stop judging. Just, just admire what's going on here. You're not going to get a lot of moments like that. You're not going to get a lot of moments that way. Just, just admire it. Admire these two giggling 
as sisters as a moment in time that I'll always remember. And there was a part of me that wanted to just videotape it. I used to do that all the time or take a picture of it. But I've, I've also trained myself that the less you do that, the less you videotape and the less that you take a picture of it, the more you remember the moment and the moment keeps coming back. And I started enjoying the two of them, even though everything that was annoying me an hour before, I mean, I was, I was so cranky, like a cranky old man. Now I just was admiring, admiring that I was in the room with them, admiring that they were giggling. They played some stupid sibling game where they, they'd smack each other's top of their hand and the first one to bow out. They smack each other's hand like hard, blood red hands. This is this is what me and my wife have created. This is this is this is our this is our proud proud parenthood moment, when our two siblings are smacking the living snot out of each other's top of the hand. My oldest one's hand. Each each time they would hit and it would really go in pain. The other one would laugh uncontrollably. And then they would both laugh uncontrollably. And then the other one would smack them hard. This went on like 10 rounds. Come on, Dad, you play. Nah, nah, nah I just, I'm, I'm done with getting hurt games. I'm done with that. But it was nice to see. So now that kind of set me up for the rest of the trip. Now I'm super excited just to just to watch and enjoy. I'm not going to sit there and go, hey, don't do this. Hey, don't do that. You know, there's a part of me that's like, hey, listen, you know, you're my kids and people are going to be talking and just make sure you act civil. Don't just be respectful. Dad, we know. And then I, I'm just going to let, and I think we have really cool setup too. I wish I had a, I wish I had a website and I could post pictures and stuff. But like I said, I'm going to videotape and we're going to be uh, probably starting not next week, but in two weeks, we're going to start filming, filming and the sound quality is going to be sick. So I know all of you have been really patient because this is some of you like the intimacy, just the intimate conversation I'm having with you. But, you know, when you look at other ones, I'm starting to see so many podcasts I go on. They are, they're intimate, but the quality is amazing. They're videotaping everything. It's always, and, and, and they're not doing anything special. I do have some, I have a lot of ideas I want to do, and I just don't know what to do with them. It drives me nuts. It drives me absolutely nuts. And I've, and I've done a couple already, but I think they're much better visuals. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But I'm, I'm excited about all this. Um, as far as my script, two producers that are working with me, I just have to change the structure. I have to do a little bit of structure work to this. And um, I'm hoping this is locked and loaded and we're out there shopping the market in two, three months. Because what I'm excited about it, and I know you, I've been telling you, is that I have the whole season mapped out. I even have the second season mapped out. And I have all the characters and where they're going to go and what happens to them and when they're introduced and, and how they tie in with all the different people. 
I've never got this much depth, and I have to say, I learned a lot. Learned a lot through this whole process. I've and it's really helped that I don't have a timeline. And it's really helped that I haven't shot the idea. I'm just working on the idea, the idea because I believe in it. And I'm sorry I can't. I'm sorry I don't tell you a lot of details, but when I do and when it moves on, it'll be cool that you you kind of knew it and how long I've been talking about it. And if it ever comes to fruition, you'd see how long this process really was. But we'll see. That's, that's down the road. And like I said, I get, I get feedback from all of you. You tell me what episodes you really like. I clearly, you loved when Gabrielle was first on and you loved when Gabrielle had her friend Adam on. Holy crow, you guys loved that one, which, which I did too. And to be dead honest with you, I want to... I have more people to sit down like Adam. And who knows, maybe I'll find him on the cruise boat. But I, I like having those conversations. I like going that far out there. That, that stimulates me. Love that stuff. Um, I got to... This, this killed me. Absolutely killed me. And I'm telling you, what I love is when you write me messages. Um, Ryan sends me videos. But you guys send me so many messages and I read them and I respond to you. And it really does, it really enhances me and inspires me to, to keep doing this. You have no clue. So I want to read this, this absolutely murder. I want, I want you to know I'm about to read this. The person that wrote this, I want her to know. I want her to know. She absolutely destroyed me. Destroyed me. I played a casino this week and I was up there and I got snowed in in Waterloo, New York. I was stuck in Syracuse for two days. Couldn't fly home. And it was great. Great casino. Great people running it. The show was amazing. Sold out. Gorgeous theater. You guys should check it out. I think Jay Leno's going there soon. It's it was it's a gorgeous, gorgeous theater. Great people. I, I really enjoyed being there. I'm not gonna lie. So I'm sitting in the room, I'm a little depressed. I get depressed when I want to go home and now I'm stuck and I can't get home. I was fighting really bad depression. I wanna go home. I miss my family, Susan, and I wanna go home. So I'm going through messages and I come across this. She writes, yeah, I started sobbing. And I know you guys are going to think I'm sound crazy. I'm just being honest. She writes, I just want to say how much I love the podcast episode with your daughter. Your relationship reminds me so much of my dad and me. As soon as In My Life started playing at the beginning and end, I had tears. That's the song I danced to with him on my wedding day. He was a big, big Beatles fan, and he passed away a year and a half ago from pancreatic cancer. He was my number one fan and always a big supporter of me despite my struggles with school, career changes, and thousands of awful decisions. Without his support, I don't think I'd be where I am right now. 
He always chose his family first, always made us laugh. He was the best goofy grandpa to my kids, and he was also a diehard Mets fan. Had season tickets every year behind third base. Your love and support of your kids really shines through. And they will remember that, and they'll cherish it forever. I wish I can go to the Paramount show, but I'll be traveling for a wedding. I've seen you three times already. Long Island native and a big fan here. Love the podcast, too. I can't even tell, you know, I'm I'm no different from anyone else. You know, I'm no different from anyone else. I don't know. I, I, I want to prove, I, I want to know I'm doing the right thing. I try so hard to do the right thing. I'm not perfect. And I'm not always good at it. Trust me, I'm not. I, I struggle with all emotions just like you. Just like all of us. We all do. And... I, I, I'm starting to understand like midlife crisis and why people go a little wacky and all that jazz and you see your family, your kids are leaving and then it's just you and your wife. I, I, I can't wait to be alone with my wife, D. I can't wait. I had that taste this summer. But I don't know. I swear my life when I tell you It means so much more if I know somebody is being affected listening. Somebody has a smile. Somebody's a little bit healed. Somebody's laughing. Somebody feels better about a situation, about someone they lost, about just hanging out, just out of boredom, just out of freaking boredom. You have no freaking clue. And I'm starting to discover it's not just me. Other people like hearing that. I'll write back to them and they're blown away that I wrote back. And it's so easy. It's so easy. Instead of going to Twitter and I, I, I don't follow Twitter anymore. If you t- I, I retweet. That's all I know how to do. I retweet. Very rarely will I tweet something out on my own. Very rarely. I can't remember the last time I did. I have a team that helps me maybe a video or an audio, but not me. I'll put up Instagram, I'll do Facebook, I'll make those videos, but it, it, it just, and that, when I read that, it made me feel so good and it kind of hit me and it taught me. So thank you. You helped me sit back and just reflect more and understand that, yeah, people are listening and yeah, they're affected and not only they affected and you had the fact that you had this amazing memory just from listening to me and my daughter. You now gave me such great advice. And you gave me the strength to go, it's okay. Because in the long run, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. I just hope, I just, oh my God. In my last days, I hope they want to come see me. I hope they want to come hang out. I hope I was good enough. Not good enough. I hope that they felt like, damn, he gave us all the tools that I needed to 
carry on and to give this to the next generation. That's, that's what I thrive for. Because I, I realized a long time ago, most things that you're, like when I lost my mom and dad, I become closer to them each and every day. I really do. And I know you out there that's been listening, if you lost somebody, you know what I'm talking about. When you get over the pain, when you get over that pain or resentment or anger, whatever emotion hits you, and then you, you forgive it all and you understand it all, you have a whole different view. I'm telling you. It's like Star Wars. Every day, I enjoy the thought of my father. Every day, I enjoy the thought of certain aspects of my mother, of my sister, of my brother, of friends. And it's really uplifting. And it used to be very, I would, I would get super sad and I'd sob and cry just thinking we're not going to be, but it, it's, I hope some of you can reach that. And I want to tell you, thank you for reaching out and writing that because you made it, you just, you helped me. So thank you. Though I know I'll never lose affection for people and things that went before. I know I'll often stop and think about them. In my life, I'll love you more. In my life, I'll love you more. Okay, on a different note, um, my daughter, my oldest one, is going to be singing Vienna by Billy Joel, Michael from Big Shot is coming, Del Del Goodies, I don't even know how to say his last name properly, but he's coming, and I'm not going to lie to you, I'm a little... I'm not nervous. I, I'm struggling with, I want it to be perfect and I want her to crush it. But I don't know, is that for me? Or is that, I don't know. Because I keep, you know, I keep going. Are you ready for this? Yeah. You practicing enough? Yeah. Okay, you gotta have fun with it. Yeah, I know. What does that mean? So I, she's been taking lessons. She sounds, she sounds great. Sounds really good. But I'm like, oh my god, we're running out of time. We come back from this cruise, then I go to Fort Lauderdale, the Parker House, and then as soon as I come back, I'm doing the Paramount, and my daughter's gonna go up and sing. And I don't know what spot to do that in. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm not, I, I'm not, I shouldn't say nervous. I don't know how I feel. I'm just, I guess part of me wants her to do more. And I keep forgetting, she's still a kid. She's a kid. You know, I grew up, I wanted everything bad. Oh, I didn't get it? Well, guess what? I'm getting it another way. 
I'll show you. Oh, you knocked me down? Oh, wait, wait. I'm going to go to rehab, fix myself, and then I'm going to come back ten times stronger. I've been like that forever. I don't... She doesn't show the competitiveness. She doesn't show... But... Not... Not the way... Maybe she does, but not the way I expect it. Do you know what I mean? But I, I think I hear a lot of people... In my generation, a lot of parents go on, my kids don't, my kids are so not competitive. No, don't get me wrong, not all of them. There's definitely a lot of them out there competitive, but a lot of them like, yeah, no, nah, it's not competitive. They don't hustle, they don't, they don't play, they don't care. Like, what? Yeah, they lost, they don't care. Like, what? Would make me crazy. I play wiffle ball and lose, I'm still ready for, I'm still angry for a month. <laughs> but I don't know, I just... I'm getting pretty excited about it. You know, in my head, I think it's going to be this epic thing. And I, th- I guess I just have to take away those thoughts and go, hey, you know what? It's a moment in time. And I'm just going to enjoy a father-daughter moment. Instead of concentrating on, my daughter's going to be singing. She's with the, uh, with the guy from Big Shot and the guy from Billy Joel. And she doesn't get this right. Like, oh my God, what are we doing? And I, I get, get rid of all that. Get rid of all that. And I'm just going to take it as, this is a moment in time. One of those moments in time that I get to enjoy watching my daughter Performing in the same show as me. I love that. I love that. And you know what's kind of cool? I'm watching her trying to discover her funny, my oldest one. Like she's doing, she don't know if she made TikTok videos, she be, but she's slowly discovering herself and how she wants to be creative. And while she's doing that, I also am learning to just step back instead of critique it. Just watch. Just watch and enjoy. And, and, and look as like, wow, this is, that's your kid. That's your kid. It's kind of cool. I always wondered what my dad thought. You know, I, brought, I brought my father to so many shows. The first show I brought him to was 1990, 19, yeah, something like that, like 1990. Oh, my, I'll never forget it. Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee is some Holiday Inn bar that was next to Bally's Fitness Center. I watched my father snort a shot off the bottom of a wine glass with with the bartender who was a woman and three other women. Never, I snort through a store, snort a shot. He had to be in his 70s. Had to be. 60s, 70s, late 60s, something like that. But when he would come to the shows, he would, uh, he would never say, oh my God, you were so funny and blah, blah, blah. He would just... Yeah, wow, there's a lot of people there. Wow, yeah, looks sold out. Yeah. He was really cute. But I always wonder, like, did he look at it as like, wow, that's my kid. I think he did. 
think he did. As a Jim Brewer senior, I tell you, I just went to piss and either my hands getting smaller, my pricks getting bigger. And back to what I was saying before, there's so many little things that my dad would do, like, ah, you know, I, uh, I, I see you going on a trip, Bob. Uh, uh, I, I, I checked the oil. Uh, I filled the car up, so you should be good. And then that's just their way of saying, I love you so much, kid. And I do the same thing for my kids now. All right, you listen, you're going to be gone. Like, uh, my middle one's going to have my car all week. So I'm like, yeah, I just, just let you know. I, I checked the tires and I checked the oil change and it's all done. And I filled the tank up. And, you know, to them, that's just normal. But I know in about 10 years, she'll be like, well, my dad used to she'll be drinking wine. One of her friends, like, my dad would always make sure my oil was changed. I love him. <laughs> or maybe not. Depends on the kid. But yeah, I'm learning to do it. I'm not going to put pressure on the Paramount. And it's almost sold out, so don't wait to... Don't... don't. And Richmond, Virginia, you're crushing it. I'm still a little disappointed with Cincinnati, Ohio. And Chattanooga. Really disappointed with... Uh, I, I don't know who's... I don't know what's going on down there. If it's promotion or just the area or just gym is not popular down there. But I don't like the way... Sales are going, so I hope it picks up in, uh, in those two areas. But everything else is doing great. And there's going to be a lot more cities announced real soon. I announced them last week. Be up in Massachusetts, Connecticut, Ridgefield. There's a lot of stuff coming. So, and I believe Sarasota is going to pop up real soon. Uh, the day before St. Patrick's Day. Sarasota, Florida, McCurdy's is going to pop up. So, that's my take That's my take I think we have two or three podcasts before that show And I'm going to do my damnedest Just enjoy the moment Don't put too much pressure Just let the moment be Good, bad, whatever it is It's a moment in time It's just a moment in time And so was this I hope it wasn't too boring today uh, I'm pretty stoked I have a couple of microphones that I'm going to bring on the boat. I'm going to talk to my old friend, Keith Robinson. Started out with him years ago. Did a long, two long tours with him back in the mid-90s. Had such a great time. I used to love seeing Keith. I really respect the man. I've looked up to him a long time. I always, always admired Keith Robinson. So I'm excited to talk to him and hopefully we'll talk to some other people. Chris Stefano is going to be coming on. Um, I kind of know him from the... He would go on uh, Opie's show once in a while. Don't know a whole lot, though. But we'll get to know him a whole lot. So I'm excited about that, too. Thank you for listening. Thanks for reaching out. Keep the messages coming. You inspire. You help me. I help others. We just keep that circle going. Don't get too caught up in the madness. There's a lot of madness out there. Madness. You know what I'm talking about. Put it down. Find some silence. Enjoy the moment. And thank you, because I enjoyed this. I'll see you guys next week from the cruise. <laughs>